change I can see is the people. It's, uh, I guess, more cosmopolitan. I used to be one of those. And uh, the vibrancy somehow wore off <laughs> when it got old. So that was Patty Smith, known around downtown as Miss P or P. Smith or simply Patty. Uh, Some people have called her the mayor of the 100 block, and for good reason. She's been living down in that area for 27 years now. And I guess it was a couple years ago, Calvin and I, you and I had the chance to document her as one of the longest living downtown residents. Yeah, and the last two weeks we've been documenting her final days here in Knoxville. We joined her on her last beer at downtown Grill and Brewery, known as the Brew Pub to her. And uh, just her whole entire process of moving out of her condo and then actually handing over the keys to the next tenant that's moving in. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe that she's moving, that she's actually not just leaving Knoxville, but the entire state of Tennessee. And we went on over to the brew pub to sit down with her and the new tenant. And that's the conversation that you're about to hear, uh, a conversation in which uh, Miss P gives us some life lessons, some some lessons for the next generation of downtown dwellers, uh, share some of her favorite memories and, and some of the moments that have made this run so special. But before we get started, I need to remind everyone that the Scruffy Stuff is brought to you by KnoxNews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium, exclusive content, and to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. It has been two years and 11 months uh, since the story published on you being one of downtown's longest living residents. This was 25 years back then, so it's coming up 27, 28 years now. And now you're moving away. Has it, has it sunk in yet for you? I mean, you're just an hour from pulling out, right? I mean, Yeah, well, it, it started to, like when my place I lived 27 years had nothing in it. That was a clue. And then uh, I've been in uh, the Crown Plaza Hotel since last Wednesday. That's a clue. And now my car is stuffed full of stuff. And I think once I head south in about an hour... It'll start to sink in. This is it. And uh, off to a a new adventure. Uh, I hope it's new. I hope I don't keep doing the same old thing over and over and over. Unless it's fun, of course. So the big question here is, why, why now? Why are you leaving? Why are you leaving us? Why are you leaving Knoxville 27 years? Did you ever see this, this moment coming? Or, you know, was this ever part of the plan? Well, it's... I had an epiphany uh, on Wednesday about a month ago, and I'm too old to live down here. I've got too many little things wrong with the knee and the hip and the shoulder, and uh, it's hard for old, broken-down people to live here. It needs young people. It needs vibrant people. It needs people, just like I used to be one of those. And uh, the vibrancy somehow wore off <laughs> when it got old. That's what happened. But yeah, after 27 years, you've become such a fixture down here. You know, people call you the mayor of the 100 block. What what other kind of names have you had over the years? Well, uh, in the early days, uh, this guy called me the the, the czar, 
I said, I'm a girl, I have to be the Tsarina. So I was the Tsarina for a while. But, uh, but P was one of them, because I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about how you got the nickname P, or Miss P. I mean, I know a lot of people call you that, and you used to have a, a sign shop right down here in downtown. Uh, yeah, I was, in, I was the third new business in the old city. Annie's had opened, the Mercantile opened, and I opened. And how I got the name, uh, I needed a name for a sign shop. So I was going to call it the Clifford Bird Company because that just reeks of 75 years of, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Good stuff. Well, so anyway, uh, the person that lawyer was helping said, I've got to get this registered at the state. Give me a name. I said, P. Smith. You know why? Because in New York... My Magnum shoes were so first class. I just thought that was just so. P. Smith and I Magnum, you know, that's about the same, isn't it? <laughs> I'd say it's pretty close. <laughs> the um, well, I want to talk a little bit about this place because I, and I think it's funny if you want to talk about um, you know the differences between back in the day when you moved downtown and, and downtown today because I asked you if you wanted to meet at Downtown Grill and Brewery the other day. And then I said DGB and you had no clue what I was talking about. And then you said the brew pub and then and then it, and then it all clicked, right? So this is, you were like one of the original people to really spend a lot of time here. You were a regular here at, we'll call it the brew pub for the podcast, uh, but at DGB. You want to talk a little bit about sort of what this place means to you and sort of some of the memories that have happened here? Because I know you had a whole crew, right? That used to come here all the time that lived downtown. Uh, yeah, the, the group that was down here in the early days opened and closed this place four or five times. And then uh, it was bought by the current owners, and they've had it 20 years. And, uh, but, uh, you know, we have our own mugs, our beer mugs, and I have one twenty. I could have gotten 40 or 44. But I told the guys at the bar, I said, uh, I need 120, so sometimes if I stay too late at night, you'll know where to take me home. <laughs> and it's worked all these years. In fact, I think they ought to retire my mug. And I think the most fascinating part about this is, like, you've seen downtown at, you know, the when it was so dilapidated, when there was stuff boarded up, no people, you know, tumbleweeds down Gay Street and Market Square, and to see how bustling and, and rejuvenated it is today. And I remember when we did this story on you two years ago, like you were telling us that there was potholes on the street and the sidewalk and everything. It's just it's just changed so much. Uh, so kind of paint a picture for downtown, you know, what, what is your vision of downtown? Well, when uh, I first moved down here, uh, there were broken windows i'm talking great big paints big you know storefront things boarded up buildings drunks god only knows what on the street and uh uh you didn't slow down once you got out of your car you just kept going because it uh it was a little scary and uh people that i knew found out i had moved down here used to say, golly, P, aren't you afraid to live down there? And I said, well, I don't see half as good as I used to, and I don't hear half as good as I used to, so I guess I ain't half afraid as I ought to be. And the same thing about, you know, sirens. The only thing about fire engines and police cars and ambulances with their sirens if they come screaming down the street going, and any one of them goes, Rrr. 
that's scary. But uh, from the early days to now, the people have changed the most. The buildings, obviously, the streets, the sidewalks, the benches, and the foliage, and all of that has changed. But the biggest change I can see is the people. Uh, it's, uh, I guess, more cosmopolitan or... Back in the days when we, we meaning all of us, the large old group, uh, it's like sitting on the end of a limb, never know if it's going to break off behind you or whether somebody's going to cut it off behind you. And uh, But now that's kind of in the past, and it's just a different group. This might be a, a tough question for you, but do you have a favorite night on the town? As a downtown resident, a favorite... I don't know, a favorite memory, a favorite, uh, just when you think back, you know, I always tell people like little stories within the story really paint a picture, right? I mean, I, you could say downtown has changed so much, but I think if there's any way you can illustrate either the change or just, you know, a, a moment or a story that really captures what it means to be a downtown resident or even if it's just your favorite night on the town. I know you said some of your favorite nights you can't remember, <laughs> but. Well, first of all, like you said, if it was my favorite night out, I probably don't remember, and that's probably true. But if I had to boil it down to one thing, it's the people. Because uh, I have, uh, my unit was one floor off the street, and I could see my friends on the street, and they would yell at me, or I would yell at them, or we'd go get something to eat, or go get a drink somewhere. Or walking down the street, you run into somebody you hadn't seen in a while, and you stop and catch up and and I don't think that happens in any of these subdivisions I don't think people walk and talk and yell at people to come in maybe they do I don't know but if you live way out in the country you don't have any neighbors and so uh, it's the people that I think will stay with me the most and I didn't even like all of them but (laughs) I'll sure remember them yeah, I guess just one last question. Um, I know one thing that you've seen come and go. You've seen the people come and go, but you've seen businesses come and go as well. Um, I know DGB Brew Pub is one of your favorites. I'm sorry, I see she's giving me a look right now. <laughs> Brew Pub is one of your favorites. What are some of your other favorite spots that you're going to miss around downtown? Um, whether it's restaurants, bars, ice cream shops. I mean, what what, what are you going to miss the most? Uh, well, I miss Pete's. I'll miss Pete's. Uh, I don't know how many of you people realize my mother owned Helma's Restaurant, and the Natur family that owns Pete's bought my mother's restaurant. And so, uh, uh, you know, we used to go to Harold's, the Jewish deli that was there for 56 years. And when he closed, then we had to find a new breakfast place. And so breakfast in the old city is uh, or downtown is just special because it's not a big box down you know it's not a big box what how do you say that store restaurant it's a mom and pop thing thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah it's uh, uh, and it was like our place and and everybody was nice to us and we were nice right back and um you know, Mass General, uh, you know, I haven't been there in a long time, but I've been gone. But, you know, there was some really good people there. And uh, 
I guess those are my favorites because so many places have closed, new places have come in, which I'm not really familiar with. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're actually going to be joined by the person who is going to be taking over your condo, right? And so, um, and yeah, it's going to be really exciting to see, and uh, you know, the, ne- the next generation, I suppose, of downtown dwellers. We're going to talk a little bit um, about sort of what you're looking forward to and, and sort of advice you have for the next generation of people who are living downtown. So stick with us, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Angela Dennis, social justice reporter with Knox News with an update on Knoxville Soul, my new weekly newsletter that plugs you into everything happening in the black communities of Knoxville. Knoxville Soul takes a deeper dive into what matters most to black Knoxvillians from local matters, social issues, and just the who's who and what's what of black Knoxville. Write to your inbox every Wednesday. Sign up at knoxnews.com slash newsletters. So we're sitting here with Parks Broyles. Uh, you're a UT sophomore studying graphic design. Um, you know, I'm just curious, how did you come across uh, Miss P's condo? I mean, th- it's very uh, special for you to, like, move into such a, a space, you know, the infamous 120 on the 100 block. I was just looking on Zillow one day and just kind of came across it. Um, and it just looked like it had a lot of character to it. Just because a lot of the other lofts that were for sale downtown, or apartments that were for sale downtown, were so renovated and new and so modern looking that this one kind of just stood out because it really hadn't been changed from like the original building it was. So, you know, it looked, it was more appealing, I guess. I needed somewhere to live. I mean, I live on campus right now, the University of Tennessee, and... I just need somewhere to live for next year in the summer. And so, yeah, that's kind of how we discovered it. So did, when you were looking into 120, did you know the history? Did you know anything about Ms. P? Or did you know anything? Or just like, oh, this is open? No, we had no idea who Ms. P was. So how, well, how did that go when you found out about Ms. P and like got to know her and her personality and like yeah, the... I was just saying, the story behind the place too. I mean, 27 years. You, know, you won't find much of that downtown either. People have lived there that long. So what was that like? I mean, it was kind of like, oh, wow, I have a big legacy to uphold. Like, I don't know if I'm going to do a good job or not. But, you know, it's kind of intimidating because it's like I'm so young and this would probably be my first apartment, really living alone by myself. And so, I don't know. I, I just feel like I have this legacy I need to uphold. And I hope I do a good job of making friends. And What was it for you that made you want to live like an actual downtown Knoxville as opposed to a suburb or a subdivision or you know somewhere off the side of the interstate somewhere I mean what is what is what was it about downtown for you I mean I just think I'm from Atlanta so downtown Knoxville kind of has that same big city vibe but without being as big of a city as Atlanta is And I guess as a student, an apartment was more appealing to me than like a house was, just because I don't, you don't have to worry about the the yard and stuff like that. And so, um, I don't know. And I feel like downtown Knoxville just has kind of an artsy vibe to it, kind of a hipster um, feel. So, I mean, as a graphic design student, like that just appeals to me so much. 
Yeah, and the old city is pretty much the epicenter of culture and arts and, and that kind of graphic design, you know, um, field as well. So you're in a you're in a perfect spot. Um, what's your favorite part about the apartment? I know I, you're obviously not moved in there yet, but is there anything that was like, wow, this is so unique and special to you? And uh, do you have like any plans at all for the space yet, or? Definitely gonna paint a little bit, but my favorite part are the windows in the front. Um, just because Miss P was saying that she really liked to um, scream at her friends out of the windows. But I mean, I think it'll be really fun to kind of keep them open during the summer and like let the light in and have some plants. Yeah, I was gonna ask, are you gonna plant some pansies out there? Yeah, I think I probably will. And not just for Parksby, but for anybody who's like new to living downtown. I'm curious, and we talked to you about this a couple years ago, sort of your advice for the next generation of downtown dwellers. Because you mentioned the people, the people have changed a lot. There's new people coming in, a lot of new people coming in. What advice do you have for them? What lessons have you learned from living downtown that you hope they sort of embrace in this next generation of people living uh, in the center of the city? Well, I think two years ago I said patience, and that's still the case. For new people moving down, I was telling Parks this morning, you stop to unload your groceries in front of the building. People who live downtown will patiently sit until they can go around you. People who do not live downtown will blow their horn because you should move on. And uh, it's a whole new, if you've never lived in uh, Center City, it's a whole new experience. Everything is different things clog up things go fast there are parades of all kinds that close your streets in all directions i almost missed a wedding one time because of a parade because i couldn't get home to take a shower and so these are not things that happen in regular neighborhoods and just uh and if somebody totally disagrees with you this handle it however you do maybe the Oscars is not the way to pattern your behavior <laughs> well P you're about to leave what and within the hour perhaps uh, yeah. 30 minutes from when we leave here final thoughts I mean it, I, I asked you at the beginning of the podcast if it's sunk in is it sunk in more in this past half hour that we've been talking or so what's your final thoughts here before you hit the road uh, I think probably when I get about to Cleveland, I'm out in Knoxville, I'm not quite Chattanooga, and I think it probably at that point will be real, because I've still got to go back and check out of the hotel, which I'm ready to do, and just hop in the car, take off, so that'll give me about 35, 40 minutes to face, can I tell this one little thing? to face reality when I was undergraduate I was in a sorority and uh, so uh, some of us sorority sisters had been out uh, drinking I will just say it so we came in and uh, this friend of mine lived with her aunt and uncle and her uncle's name was Uncle R and so we got in about two in the morning and so the next day I said well, did you get in the house okay? She said, well, I did, but I ran smack into Uncle Reality. He just got out of bed as I walked in the door. So uh, back to reality. 
Yeah, it's fixing to. Uh, it's hard to believe you're leaving. We're sad that you're leaving. I know a lot of people who live downtown and spend time downtown are sad that you're leaving, but we're also happy for you and for this next chapter, and we hope that you come back to visit and we get to see you again hopefully soon. Enjoy it for a little bit, but hopefully when you get a chance, come back and, and see us, and I don't know, maybe we'll have you on the show again. Okay, I found out last week a Legion is doing cheap airfare nonstop from Houston to Knoxville. Also, uh, Gulfport has uh, a Legion of... Uh, cheap fares so i'll be hopping in and out hopping in and out i mean uh if you don't want me to hop back in don't invite me that's about what i say or we'll just come to you the scruffy stuff goes to uh to texas <laughs> it's uh the beach in biloxi is awfully nice and there are 10 casinos you know well again thank you for joining us on the show thanks for everything this past few years it's been great getting to know you and we'll definitely stay in touch and parks thank you for joining us on the show as well um and congrats on the new space. So there it is. Miss Peace final moments. Um, literally, after we got done there at uh, DGV, the brew pub, um, she got in her car and went and paid her hotel uh, her hotel fee. She's been staying in the Crown Plaza and was on her way. I'm not going to lie. You know, I got a little teary eyed when she put her hat out the window and waved goodbye to Gay Street, you know, her home for the last 27, almost 30 years. You yeah. know, that's... That's that was emotional, and she was kind of tearing up there when I was taking that photo too behind the wheel. I was going to say it's really cool that we were there to to capture those final moments. You got the photos, and those are photos that are going to be available over at knoxnews.com. We put together a nice photo story as well, um, you know, documenting her last moments, not just in audio form, but through through visuals as well as if you haven't had a chance to go back and read that story from a couple years ago, uh, the one best feature story actually at the uh, state press awards, um, go back and check that out. That's over at knoxnews.com as well. And remember Knox news is what supports the podcast and we appreciate your support by listening. But if you want to go one step further and support local journalism today, we would appreciate that. And it'll give you unlimited access to everything we discuss here on the show. Downtown news, uh, characters like Miss P, uh, although there's nobody quite like Miss P. But um, all that's going to be available at knoxnews.com. So just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer. And you can sign up and become a subscriber today. And speaking of subscribe, go ahead and hit that like or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on to get a notification every time a new episode of The Scruffy Stuff drops or just come back on Mondays. And in the meantime, to keep up with us, you can follow us on Instagram at Knoxville Photo or give me a follow. It is at Knox Scruff. And as always, if you're not a member of that Urban Knoxville Facebook group, we encourage you ask to join that. That is a place where, yeah, we're going to be sharing a lot of stories. We share the podcast there as well, but we really encourage people to make their own posts and, and sort of start the downtown discussion. So, Because as you know, a, a lot of stuff is changing around downtown Knoxville. Miss P has been there to witness a lot of that. Um, and as you heard from her, uh, you know, downtown growth takes patience. So, uh, hope you have patience. And if you don't, uh, don't worry, we'll be back again on Monday and you can learn about the latest stuff that's going on, even more things, um, to discuss in the coming weeks. And yeah, just a big thanks to Miss P for, for joining us here on the show. And for, you know, I mentioned that story with one, one, a press award. It's really her story, right? And I appreciate her. If you're listening for letting us, uh, be the ones that are able to tell it and, um, yeah, that uh, that does it for the show today. This is Ryan Willis. And Calvin Mattice. And we will see you again next week.